Are you ready to shake up your personal brand and turn your online presence into a profitable business? Well, grab a drink, notebook, and a pen because you're about to enter the world of social media monetization with me, your host, Natalia Struble. So whether you're looking to up your social media game, refine your systems, optimize your website, or just need a little extra push to make your dreams a reality, you've come to the right place. It's time to join the ranks of the socially paid. Welcome back to Socially Paid. And in today's episode, we're exploring the essential steps to hiring a virtual assistant for your business. When I hired a virtual assistant, I ended up hitting 10K months. And I believe it's because I was actually able to move forward in my business because everything was more streamlined and I wasn't wasting time doing things that didn't bring my business forward. So as an entrepreneur, we all know that time is precious and hiring a virtual assistant can be a game changer. So here's the five crucial steps that led me to hiring my virtual assistant and increasing the income with inside my business. The first and most crucial step is define your needs and specific tasks that you want your virtual assistant to handle. I put hiring a virtual assistant on the back burner because I had a million different things that I wanted to do and they were just all over the place. I had notes on my desk. I had things in Airtable. I had things in ClickUp. I had things in my mind. I had things in my notes. It was just all over the place. And the first thing that really led me to finding someone was analyzing my daily, weekly, monthly tasks. What things was I doing? For two weeks, I would write down my schedule of this is what I'm doing. And then at the end of the day, I would write the things that I was doing that were repetitive, time-consuming, and non-core activities that were taking me away from my zone of genius. So these tasks are the ones that you want to delegate to a virtual assistant. By doing so, you'll be able to free up your time to concentrate on growing your business and working on the tasks that require your expertise. Once you have that list and those defined tasks, it's time to outline clear and detailed job descriptions for your potential virtual assistant. Clear communication when it comes to having someone go into a role and you become someone's boss, you want them to understand what the expectations of the position are and the responsibilities of the position. So in the beginning, I hired a virtual assistant just to move my email marketing. So I was moving from Flowdesk to ActiveCampaign, and I needed somebody to just do all of that for me because it was just overwhelming. There was a lot of things to do. And one mistake that I made was I just hired someone that wasn't an expert in that field. They knew how to do it, but it was taking them longer to do it because that was not something that they were an expert in and they were actually learning as they went. Now, I'm not saying don't hire a virtual assistant that's still learning things. I'm just saying when you think of the type of tasks, there's some tasks that someone can learn or you can teach them to do, 
there's other tasks you're going to want to hire and have somebody understand 100% what it is they're doing. So with my email marketing, then I had some funnels that weren't running. So people were signing up to offers and they were unable to get the free offer because the funnel itself was inactive. So that being said, you want to be specific about the skills and qualifications that you're looking for. This is going to help you attract the right candidates who are aligned with your business needs and goals. So searching for a specific type of virtual assistant will allow you to have that access to someone that is specific to that. So there are virtual assistants that are specific to influencer needs, or if you need a virtual assistant that understands email marketing or funnels, thinking about what it is in your business that you need, even a virtual assistant to help you with your podcast editor at that point, but thinking about what specifically you need and writing that list down. So the third thing is now that you have the job description ready and you understand the type of person you're looking for, now it's time to conduct the search. So there are various platforms and resources where you can search for qualified candidates. There's freelancing websites, virtual assistant agencies, or even social media groups. One way that I like to look for people is searching on Instagram. So I would put virtual assistant, then I would see the different people that came up. Another way is referrals. I am constantly referring the people that I work with, that I enjoy working with to other people. And if you find somebody and you like the different things that they're doing in their business, you can ask them and say, hey, I really like this and this that you're doing in your business. Can you tell me the different people that you've hired or different people that you've worked with? Some people will be gatekeepers. Most people, I hope, will not. And they'll kind of tell you like, hey, so-and-so does my Pinterest or so-and-so helps me with this. Or maybe they do everything by themselves and they can say, hey, I do this on my own. Thank you so much for the compliment. So you want to be thorough with your search. Interviewing or getting on discovery calls with two to three virtual assistants so you kind of understand what each virtual assistant brings and referring back to your list to see, okay, this is my list. Does that align with the things that I'm needing at this time? So conducting those interviews or trial tasks to see if they are suitable. One mistake I made very early on was hiring someone to do graphics. They told me that they were an expert in designing and I trusted that they were an expert in designing. And I had found them in a Facebook group and they had reviews on their website. And when it was time for her to create the graphics for me, it was literally a Canva graphic that I could have created myself. I gave her examples of what I wanted it to look like, and it came back looking nothing like the things that I expected. And one thing, if I were to go back, I would have instead asked her for samples. So asking a virtual assistant, what type of people have they worked with? Can they give you samples of different things that they've done? Just so that you understand what it is that they're doing and you know that they can deliver. 
because there are some people, sadly, who market themselves in one way. And then once you get on board, then it's a totally different outlook and it becomes very inconvenient. So being thorough, don't rush the finding the right virtual assistant if you're wanting to work with them for a long period of time. With that being said, communication is the key to successful working relationship with your virtual assistant. So once you've hired the right person, make sure that you set up effective channels of communication, whether it's through emails, messaging apps, project management tools, establishing a clear line of communication and a schedule for regular check-ins. This is going to make sure that both of you are on the same page and you're working towards the same goal. My virtual assistant and I use ClickUp with our tasks and we communicate also through Voxer. But when I talk to her on Voxer about a certain task, then either she'll tell me, hey, can you put that in ClickUp? And I'll put a task in ClickUp or she'll say, I put it in ClickUp as a task. So that we're both on the same page and we understand what needs to be done because things can get dropped or things can go missing because you're not having that communication. Just recently, what we started doing is by weekly calls, because I'm doing a lot of stuff in the back end of my business with my funnels. Because of that, I want to make sure that nothing falls through the cracks. So we have those calls in between. As you work together, you'll figure out what works for you, what doesn't work for you, It's just really taking the time to communicate things. And in the beginning, also, one thing I would recommend is creating Loom videos for things in your business that are more complicated. So Loom is a video recording, I guess, screen sharing type of platform, and you can share your screen with certain tasks. I'll even create a loom and say, this is how you access this, or this is how you find this. And that has helped me to be more disconnected, not having to worry about whether or not the task is going to be done right. If you edit your videos a certain way, then you can create a video and say, hey, here's how I edit my video and then go through that thing. Or, hey, here's a template for the Canva templates that I want to be created. So having that communication and having systems in place. So I guess that's like a bonus. Number five is creating those systems so that when you're going through that communication, then you're able to get things done quicker because then they can just access that Loom video or they can go and look at the template that you're talking about and understand what is the expectation and be able to deliver that to you. So finally, remembering that your virtual assistant is an integral part of your team, treating them with respect and appreciation, nurturing positive working relationships, positive constructive feedback, recognizing their efforts, and offering opportunities for growth and development. So recognizing their efforts and giving them feedback. So if your virtual assistant creates something and you don't like it, The best way to address that is to talk to them and tell them, hey, I would like this and this and this changed, or this is really not the vibe I was thinking. Don't go back and do the thing by yourself. Don't go back and just fix it by yourself because in the end, you're going to have double the work because you're not trusting 
your team member. You're not trusting them to be able to deliver. And if that's the case, then it's time to go back and find somebody else that's more suitable. Hiring a virtual assistant can be a scary step to take inside your business, but it can pay off in the long run when you thoroughly communicate, you delegate tasks effectively by optimizing your time and achieving that greater productivity and growth. Thanks for tuning in to Socially Paid. If you found this content valuable, be sure to share this with a friend that would benefit from hiring a virtual assistant. And don't forget to leave us a review. If you have any questions or suggestions for future episodes, feel free to reach out to me on Instagram at Italia Struble. I always love to hear from our listeners. Hiring a virtual assistant is key to joining the ranks of the socially paid.